Tonight on the Worldview Report, pedophilia goes mainstream in a major European country and why some believe the U.S. is not immune from such perversion. Do you eat from farm-raised salmon? We have a shocking report that may lead you to change your mind. New data from the U.K. government shows England has suffered a staggering figure of nearly one million deaths from COVID mRNA vaccines in just two years. Dr. Peter McCullough shares his expertise in how to get your body to break down and destroy the toxic spike proteins found in COVID and the COVID vaccine. And after two years of Western sanctions against Russia, how is this country faring? We'll take a look. All these stories and more as the Worldview Report begins right now. This is Worldview Report with host Brandon House. Whether it is news from the nation's capital or your state capital, from the classroom to the boardroom, from national security to national and local news that impacts you and your family, Worldview Report is your trusted source for vital and uncensored news. And now, here is Brandon House. Good evening and welcome to the Worldview Report. Some Republican lawmakers slammed House Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Turner on Thursday for publicly raising the alarm on what was an alleged threat from Russia in what they believe is a politically motivated act to get Congress to pass billions in aid for Ukraine as well as an intrusion surveillance bill. Representative Andy Oglis, Republican of Tennessee, on Thursday called for an investigation into Turner in a letter to House Speaker Mike Johnson, first reported by Punchbowl. He was blasted for, quote, reckless disregard of the implications and consequences of said information would have on geopolitics, domestic and foreign markets, or the well-being and psyche of the American people, end quote. He wrote, quote, In hindsight, it has become clear that the intent was not to ensure the safety or homeland and the American people, but rather to ensure additional funding for Ukraine and passage of an unreformed Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, end quote. He further stated that this act, quote, constituted poor judgment at a minimum and a complete breach of trust influenced by the pursuit of a political agenda at minimum. End quote. Those of you that were watching Brandon House Live know that we indeed warned of that ourselves, that this timing was very suspect and was likely politically motivated on two bases. One, the funding bills just discussed, and two, Tucker Carlson's recent interview with Vladimir Putin. Missouri's Republican Secretary of State, Jay Ashcroft, was assaulted by left-wing agitators upon his arrival at a local event on February 6th. That's according to a report from local NBC affiliate KOMU. The gathering was hosted by the American Israel Public Affairs Committee in Jefferson City, Missouri, following remarks at the Missouri General Assembly by the Israeli Consul General. Ashcroft was assaulted when trying to enter the event venue. In an interview with The Federalist, Ashcroft said, quote, There's a lot of yelling and screaming, but as I was just walking along the sidewalk, It was fine until I turned left to actually head into the doorway. That's when they collapsed around me and started shoving me and pushing me, end quote. 
far-left protesters who Jefferson City Police told to clear the roadway instead began blocking entrances to businesses, including the private event location. One protester by the name of Ainsley Artson, 20, was arrested for alleged trespassing after entering the private event and refusing to leave. Ashcroft said one of the protesters identified as 56-year-old Christopher Henry of St. Louis, and he threatened to throw him to the ground. Henry was arrested following a brief scuffle with Ashcroft. Violence? Well, this has become common from far-left so-called protesters, but it rarely receives coverage by the corporate mainstream media. Last month, the city of Seattle actually paid a $10 million settlement to violent agitators involved in the so-called 2020 Summer of Love and those riots, including an individual who was involved in assaulting police officers and carried an illegal weapon. And yet, they got a $10 million settlement? Hmm. I think that encourages that behavior, don't you? New data from the UK government shows England has suffered a staggering figure of nearly 1 million deaths from COVID mRNA vaccines in just two years. According to the UK's Office of National Statistics, the vaccinated population has suffered an excessive number of deaths compared to the unvaccinated population. What's extremely concerning about these official figures is that the vaccinated surpassed the unvaccinated by far in terms of deaths in every single age group since July of 2021, despite the fact that 30% of the population have not even had a COVID-19 injection. There were 965,609 deaths among the vaccinated compared to just 60,903 deaths among the unvaccinated. And that's between the time of July 2021 and May of 2023. So what does this mean? <laughs> it means there was a grand total of over 1 million deaths in England during this period, and the vaccinated accounted for 94% of them, whereas the unvaccinated accounted for just 6%. That's right, just 6%. Renowned cardiologist and epidemiologist, Dr. Peter McCullough, recently spoke with Vigilant News and said he is working hard to develop a treatment that will get the destructive COVID vaccine out of people's bodies. He stated, quote, we're working on some type of systemic way of getting the vaccine out of the body or the remnants of it, end quote. Until then, Dr. McCullough recommends three over-the-counter natural substances to degrade harmful spike proteins and reduce inflammation. You can view the three over-the-counter natural substances there on the screen and the daily amounts you should take according to Dr. Peter McCullough. In Dr. McCullough's clinical observations, quote, patients indeed are getting better on this approach, end quote. He said he has observed people experience relief from symptoms such as numbness, tingling, heart racing, headaches, and loss of senses under this protocol. Watch this video. Well, there's great hope for the unvaccinated. Let me tell you that. As long as we can get through COVID, uh, the body can recover from it. Uh, COVID alone is, is difficult. Listen, I don't want to underplay it. Um, I've seen the effects of myself and, and family members, but the vaccines are at a whole different level. You know, the vaccines 
uh, install a massive amount of genetic material in the body, far more than the infection. Spike protein uh, reflections of this in antibodies are through the roof. Even three years later, uh, the messenger RNA appears to be long lasting, not broken down by ribonucleases or other um, uh, or other you know natural ways of, of getting rid of it. The spike protein looks like we can help assist its catabolism with natokinase, bromelain, and curcumin. Maybe others uh, will come on board. So we're working very hard along those lines. But I'm greatly concerned that people who have taken multiple injections now have a permanent form of genetic toxicity in their body. And uh, we're going to be seeing the health consequences of for this sometime to, to come. I, everybody, in my view, ought to start on spike detoxification as the first step. We're working on ways of getting this genetic detoxification, uh, some type of systematic way of getting the vaccine out of the body or the remnants of it. The vaccine must be more than just Pfizer or Moderna code for DNA or Janssen and AstraZeneca because not only are there DNA process-related impurities that have been found, but there are frame-shifted proteins, as you mentioned, or little peptides that are coming off with either fragments, partially red uh, code in these fragments. They're all expressed on cell surfaces. They're all identified as non-human, and then the body makes an attack. So we are seeing now autoimmune syndromes that arise years after the shots, probably because of these frame-shifted peptides being expressed on cell surfaces. A top Norwegian official has warned that Western sanctions against Russia have backfired. Ukraine, while well, they're facing multiple challenges in its proxy war with Russia, while Russia appears to be getting stronger. The bleak assessment was made as the U.S. and Europe look to commit another $100 billion to the Ukrainian war effort. The Libertarian Institute recently weighed in with its assessment of the Western-backed war effort. On the battlefield, Ukraine is facing a shortage of soldiers and arms. The head of Norway's military intelligence unit, well, he said, quote, in this war, Russia is currently in a stronger position than it was a year ago and is in the process of gaining the advantage, end quote. And then he added that Russia, quote, could mobilize around three times more troops than Ukraine, end quote. Two years ago, Washington and its NATO partners agreed to back Ukraine in a proxy war to weaken Russia. However, it is Ukraine that is now on the brink of defeat. Kiev has depleted its weapon stockpiles, including 155 millimeter artillery rounds and air defense interceptors. Future arms delivered to Ukraine while well, they're in question as a $61 billion war funding package for Kiev remains stalled in the U.S. Congress. Even if the House passed the bill funding the war in Ukraine, Kiev, they face other challenges. In addition to the $61 billion that the White House is pushing Congress to allocate to the war in Ukraine, the European Union, they recently agreed to $50 billion in economic aid for Kiev. Still, the head of Norway's military intelligence unit warned that Ukraine will need a significant influx of aid to regain the upper hand on the battlefield. Weapons production delays, well, they continue in the West, where orders placed for 155 millimeter shells, they take one to two years to be delivered. Kiev's military is also struggling to maintain its troop levels with stories of middle-aged men being kidnapped on the streets 
and thrown on the front lines with very little training. Ukrainians are now, well, they're beginning to protest President Zelensky's conscription programs. The head of Ukraine's military intelligence unit explained that Russia does not face the same challenges, even in the face of a Western economic war. He said Moscow is, quote, tackling sanctions better than expected, end quote. Russian industry has shown it has no problems producing enough munitions, combat vehicles, drones, and missiles to sustain its troops. Denmark's defense minister, well, he made a similar statement last week, quote, Russia's capacity to produce military equipment has increased tremendously, end quote. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back and thank you for joining us and thank you for joining us each and every night and for telling your friends about the broadcast that airs at 7 p.m. Central on WorldviewTube.com as well as Patriot.tv. We also want to thank you for supporting our foundation, which helps us to push out the program free of charge as a public service and broadcast ministry. Again, we could put it all behind a paywall, but we push it out there for free. Not only do we do that, then we put it up online at worldviewtube.com so you can watch it again and share it with your family and friends. So thank you for that. Again, you can support the foundation at wvwfoundation.com, wvwfoundation.com. Our foundation is also the sponsor, the host of the Sunday night church service that I hold each and every Sunday night, half since 2015, at worldviewtube.com. That's 8 p.m. Central Time, Sunday nights, at worldviewtube.com. I hope you'll join us. I'm finishing up a series now on twisted scripture, twisted theology. If you can't join us for the broadcast at 8 p.m. Central on Sunday nights at worldviewtube.com, you'll find it later posted that evening there for you to watch on demand. So again, thank you for watching, for telling your friends about worldviewtube.com, and for supporting one of our very biggest sponsors, wvwfoundation.com. You'll also find our mailing address there if you prefer to support us through the mail, wvwfoundation.com. North Carolina Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson is running for governor in the state's upcoming GOP primary, and he is leading in most polls. But he's being voraciously attacked by two of his Republican rivals we're taking a position that's very popular among North Carolina voters. Robinson is being lambasted by other Republicans in the race because he has vowed to defend women's sports and women's bathrooms from perverted men pretending to be women. Folks, this tells you just how far the GOP has fallen. <laughs> they can't even agree that it's a bad idea to pander to the cultural Marxist and the LGBTQ extremist that are their cannon fodder for their Marxist revolution. Robinson told attendees at a campaign event in the beginning of February that he is committed to keeping men out of women's sports and bathrooms. Quote, we've already passed a law, end quote. That's what Robinson said, alluding to the Republican General Assembly's overrides of several vetoes in 2023. Quote, and if we need to pass another one, we will. We're going to defend women's sports in this state, period, end quote. The 55-year-old Republican said, quote, that means if you're a man on Friday night and all of the sudden on Saturday you feel like a woman and you want to go in the women's bathroom in the mall, 
you will be arrested or whatever we got to do to you, end quote. His pledge was met with a round of cheers. In fact, that same day at a rally in Greenville, Robinson repeated his belief that men should not be using women's restrooms. Quote, if you are confused, find a corner outside somewhere to go, end quote. Robinson then quipped, quote, we're not tearing society down because of this, end quote. Robinson's opposition to the male takeover of protected female spaces like locker rooms and bathrooms, well, it resonates with most Americans. Yet it earned him nothing but hate from two Republican candidates. Two Republican candidates. I have to repeat that because, folks, again, it shows us the state of the GOP. With the help of NBC News, which was happy to amplify the complaints against Robinson, who is, again, the lieutenant governor of the state and a gubernatorial candidate, State Treasurer Dale Falwell and Attorney Bill Graham, well, they accused Robinson of hampering the GOP's chances. Falwell told NBC, quote, Mark Robinson is history's latest example of someone rising to power through hate. If he really cared about North Carolina or the Republican Party, he would resign now, end quote. Graham's spokesman then not only claim Robinson's comments, quote, will lose and hurt all Republican candidates if he is the nominee, end quote, but also twisted one of his old Facebook posts about pre-World War II Germany's strict gun control laws to thus accuse him of Holocaust denial. Well, I know this will come as a shock to the rhino GOP establishment, but more and more voters think legislation to curb radical gender ideology and all its forms is not only necessary, but it's appropriate. And just think about this for a minute. This man is being attacked because he's standing up for common sense. What God himself has said, there are two genders, and he's being attacked and claiming that this is going to cost Republicans votes? Are we to believe that most Republican voters today are in favor of the cultural Marxist LGBTQ agenda? If that's the case, and I don't think it is, we're in bigger trouble than I thought we were. But don't believe the lies, because I don't believe it for a minute. I think many, many independents, Democrats, libertarians, and Republicans are in the camp of Mr. Robinson. A pair of climate protesters entered the U.S. National Archives Museum and dumped red powder all over the case, keeping the American Constitution safe. Footage is going viral online that shows weirdo liberals telling bystanders they are, quote, determined to foment a rebellion, end quote, because only, quote, wealthy white men, end quote, have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Watch this. Determined to foment a rebellion. We will not be held to laws in which we have no voice or representation. This country is founded on the conditions that all men are created for freedom equally and endowed with the inalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We're calling for all people to have all these rights, not just wealthy white men. We all deserve clean air, water, food, and a livable climate. We need to change how we do things. We need to change systems and 
value the lives and well-being of people over the profits of the many. We need to declare a climate emergency. President Biden, can you please declare a climate emergency? Calls have been increasing for Joe Biden to be removed from office amid mounting concerns about his age and mental fitness. It has become clear to a majority of Americans, particularly in recent weeks, that the state of Biden's mental faculties has reached a dangerously low level. The situation has now reached the point that Vice President Kamala Harris and Biden's cabinet members are being urged to invoke the U.S. Constitution's 25th Amendment and remove the sitting president from power. Republican officials such as West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey, well, they're now making these calls official. That's being reported by The Hill. In the aftermath of the assassination of former President John F. Kennedy, and likely with an eye toward the alleged stroke-induced incapacitation of former President Woodrow Wilson, the 25th Amendment was passed and added to the U.S. Constitution in order to establish procedures for replacing presidents or vice presidents, quote, in the event of death, removal, resignation, or incapacitation, end quote. Section 4 specifically lays out a process by which the sitting vice president, in conjunction with a majority of the executive cabinet, can inform Congress of their determination that the sitting president, quote, is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, end quote, at which point the vice president assumes the role of acting president. Since its inception, Section 4 of the 25th Amendment has never been formally invoked. Well, now it's time for our nightly worldview report commentary. Bill Gates and his insane plan to save the planet from the so-called climate challenge by blocking the sun has officially been launched. Pseudoscientists began pumping chemicals into the sky this week from several countries around the globe, so reports Slay News. As Slay News has previously reported, Bill Gates has long been advocating what is indeed a bizarre plan to fight global warming, so-called global warming, using experimental geoengineering to block the sun. The idea promoted by Gates and leftist billionaire George Soros, well, it involves pumping man-made white clouds into the atmosphere to reflect sunlight away from the planet's surface. The radical scheme would reportedly lower the planet's temperature and allegedly combat so-called global warming. Soros claims that the technology will help to prevent ice sheets from melting. Ice sheets melting in Greenland in particular. That's what he claimed. He claimed if not stopped, this could doom human civilization. Soros said, quote, our civilization is in danger of collapsing because of the inexorable advance of climate change. The melting of the Greenland ice sheet would increase the level of the oceans by seven meters. That poses a threat to the survival of our civilization, end quote. Well, of course, folks, this is all nonsense. It's fake science. It's disinformation. It's propaganda. <laughs> the very things that the left accuses, well, others of, they're doing. That's the psychological projection and how it works. What this is really all about is stoking fear. Of course, Al Gore, he made the exact same prediction more than 20 years ago. Slay News, well, they went on to report that the method that's being pushed by Bill Gates 
involves increasing aerosol concentrations in the stratosphere to thus reflect solar radiation away from the Earth. Gates, well, he has been funding a major project at Harvard, wait for it, using balloons to deploy these aerosols. The Harvard project, well, it was shut down following a public backlash. But now the Wall Street Journal is reporting that another group of scientists, well, they've been advancing Gates's, shall I say, idiotic and frankly dangerous plan. Marine Cloud Brightening is a research project led by Southern Cross University as part of a $65 million plan called Reef Restoration and Adaption Program. This week, researchers aboard a ship off the northeastern coast of Australia near the Whitsunday Island started spraying a greeny mixture of high-pressure water through a nozzle into the air in an attempt to brighten low-altitude clouds that form over the ocean. Scientists, well, they're hoping bigger, brighter clouds will, as I've said already, reflect the sun away from the Earth, shade the ocean surface, and cool the waters around the Great Barrier Reef. In Israel, there's another startup, and it's called Stardust Solutions. And they've begun testing a system to disperse a cloud of teeny reflective particles about 60,000 feet in altitude. And then they're going to try this, although a little bit differently, here in the U.S., in Massachusetts. Researchers at the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution, they're preparing to pour 6,000 gallons of a liquid solution of sodium hydroxide. That's a component of lye. And they're going to dump it into the ocean 10 miles south of Martha's Vineyard. They're going to do that this summer, by the way. And what are they hoping? Well, they're hoping that this chemical base will act like a big tablet of Tums, lowering the acidity of a patch of surface water and absorbing what they think will be about 20 metric tons of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. What could possibly go wrong? Are these people crazy? Or is it just a big gigantic money scam? I think it's a combination depending on who we're talking about. But I do think it's not only about scare tactics, it's about money put out there Global warming, climate change, it's going to kill us. Write the paper and then go get the funding. I think it's a big scam. What do you think? Well, that does it for this edition of the Worldview Report. If you appreciate the broadcast, we appreciate your support so we can keep it on the air. One way you can support us and I think support your health is by going to superfoodshouse.com. Superfoodshouse.com. This is a vegetable or fruit well, shake. It is real vegetables, real fruit. The vegetables, for instance, like carrots pulled out of the field by an organic farmer. No pesticides, no glyphosate, brought into the facility, juiced, dehydrated, and then the powder is put into packaging. And it's shipped to you with no additives. And again, organic, not sprayed with chemicals. You mix the powder like say carrot, the carrots, you mix that powder with good, healthy water, clean water, stir it and drink. My friends, many of you are indeed responding and you're ordering. So thank you. And there are all kinds of different vegetables and fruits that you can turn into a shake right now at superfoodshouse.com. My wife, Melissa, is on the 30-day program. Now, you don't have to get on the 30-day program. You can if you want or you just order up what you want. 
Again, there is a large selection. So please consider checking it out. Superfoodshouse.com. And then, of course, Bella Grace. Bella Grace. This is very popular with our audience. And I've been taking it now twice a day since December 2nd. A very powerful elixir with three ingredients. Collagen, top drawer collagen, by the way. Astroxanthin and cat's claw. Don't have time to tell you all about it, but I do hope you'll check out the website. MelissaHouseBG.com. MelissaHouseBG.com. That's how we track it so that our organization gets credit for each and every order. And by the way, again, we're seeing a huge retention in the subscription by our viewers. I think that's because it works. It works for me, works for Melissa. And again, there are nearly 80 clinical trials behind this elixir. You can check it all out at Melissa House BG. I think a great way, again, to support your health and support this broadcast. And don't forget to go to twc.health forward slash Brandon. Pick up your emergency medical kit from the wellness company. Eight different meds in here. This is a prescription, so fill out all the paperwork. Check your email. But eight different meds. If you go to twc.health forward slash Brandon, you'll find out what the eight meds are and what they treat. Again, I would put one of these away for each and every family member in case there is an emergency. That's what I have done. twc.health forward slash Brandon. Uh, my guys, my guys, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Thorpe, they're, they're part of this company, the wellness company. twc.health forward slash Brandon. All right, check it out. Again, I think it's another great way to help your family prepare and support this broadcast as a generous percentage of each purchase comes back to help keep us on the air and pushing out free content. Thanks again for watching. Till next time, I'm Brandon House. May God save America. Take care.